I see brides come in and they want to DIY everything. They want their friend to do it um, or someone else to do it. And they just don't have the expertise. Yeah. So I highly recommend a planner. Choosing a wedding DJ sounds like a lot. <sighs> These couples did it. Here's their story. This, this is the Premier Weddings Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Sean. I am the host of the Premier Party Entertainment Podcast. I'm also the owner of Premier Party Entertainment. I'm joined by uh, my sometimes co-host, Nathan, from Weddings from the Pros Podcast. Hey, how's it going, guys? You get your own podcast. I do. And I you're, do. you're coming up on the 50th episode? I am, actually. Yeah, yeah. 50 episodes deep. Yeah, we're only like 11 or something. You'll get there. So yeah, we'll, not, yeah, we'll get uh, yeah. 10 years from now. We'll <laughs> uh, I'm, you can laugh in the microphone. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also joined uh, by one of my favorite people that I love to just hang out with uh, after weddings or after events, uh, sitting who owns The Barn at Sitton Hill Farm. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How about y'all? It's great to have you. It's great to have you on the podcast. Uh, we wanted to bring you in today because, you know, we like to get to know vendors a little better. And I know you pretty well. Uh, but, you know, couples that are, um, you know, booking their weddings for 2021 and 2022 might be looking at your venue. And I think they need to know how awesome you are. Well, thank you. We think we're pretty awesome, too. <laughs> you are pretty awesome. I kind of want to start from, like, the very beginning. I want to know, like, what you did before you owned the barn at Sitton Hill Farm. So, my background is outside sales. Okay. Um, I was a business major at Presbyterian College and immediately went into outside sales, and I've been doing that for many years. When we decided to break ground on the venue, um, this became my full-time job. So you obviously quit at PC. You no, I, I went to Presbyterian College. I was a business major there. And oh, then I okay, went okay. into um, various outside sales positions. Uh, my last position was with Paychex, uh, which is a uh, payroll company. Gotcha. So I would actually uh, go in and meet with CPAs and actually do their CPEs. So I would actually do their, um, like, I would educate them. Their on books and on payroll so stuff i know nothing about yeah and i'm sitting here thinking like you you move from that to running events yes <laughs> blindly went in there so blindly what, what was the inspiration like what what made you go you know what i think i'm gonna build the best damn barn in south carolina and start holding weddings and start holding events so we actually have had several weddings out at the at sutton hill farm uh, we, I've gotten married out there. My sister had her wedding reception out oh, there. My cool. cousin had her um, wedding and reception out there. A friend of ours wanted to get married out there. And of course we, we could have said, well, you can put a tent in the backyard and rent it from PPR or Tri-County or right. uh, one of the rental companies. But um, at the time you've got, you've got a beautiful 99 acres and you want people to experience that too. Um, Sitton Hill Farm has, has been there since 1878, so um, it just seemed befitting to put an event venue there. And, of course, we mm. we uh, started building thinking it was just going to be a pole barn, and then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> uh, and my husband is an engineer at GE, so he actually um, designed the building, and we hired a contractor to complete our vision. Right. Mm. So we just kept on adding and adding. Of course, I, I call it the money pit. <laughs> I, I remember I walked in for the first time to see the, uh, the venue. I think I did a venue tour because I think we had a, like a wedding coming up. I don't think I've ever met you, but like people were like, you got to go see sitting. And I like walked in and if you've never like seen the barn, you, like Google it, go to your website, whatever. This place is massive. Like, and, and also uh, not to discredit other barns in the upstate, but Thank you for putting AC in your barn. Mm -hmm. You are welcome. And the big ass fans. They're actually called big ass fans. So we actually don't have the big ass fans. We oh. have macro air. Uh, my husband and I had other fans, but they just, they were not, they were not doing anything. And we went to up on the roof in Greenville um, for cocktails and we saw the macro airs and I was like, that's it. 
Right. So they're very similar to the big ass fans. Right. They're just not. They're probably two thousand. Well, they are two thousand dollars. They, they are the are big, big ass, ass fans, fans. and they work. <laughs> they create their own tornado. You know, so I, I walked in, and your husband was like, "Show me around," and he was like, "Show me different things he did." And I'm like looking at this barn, and like I was like, "This is why I'm single," because I have, I can't even cook. And this guy built a freaking like massive barn. This, the place is amazing. Well, he's my own uh, MacGyver slash Bavila. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bavila. He's, he's Bob a jack Vila. of all trades. <laughs> I haven't heard Bavila's name mentioned in a long he, time. I know. He literally once we were we were up in the mountains with some friends of ours, and the toilet broke, and they didn't have a lot of things to fix it with. So he got. Um, uh, some hosiery and a vice grip and fix the toilet. <laughs> Whereas I'm just like going through and I'm like Googling who to call to right. fix it. You know? Right. One of my favorite things about the barn is the groom room. Can you kind of like give a description of the groom room? Cause it's one of the most impressive groom rooms that I've ever seen. So the groom's room is actually my room. Okay. Inspired by me because I'm actually the billiard player. Okay. In the family. Uh, we have a beautiful blue felted pool table 70 inch TV, lots of seating, a full shower where, quite frankly, all of the groom and his the groomsmen can shower together. Right. It's huge. <laughs> and then they have their own closet. Wait, so they have their say, own. I'm sorry, I, that, I skipped it. Did you say together? <laughs> no, like, I, that's I just, how big the shower is. <laughs> okay. I just, I just, is, that, is that a part of the usual pitch that you give to brides when Absolutely. you're giving Absolutely. <laughs> I, I have been in sales for so long that I know that every part of the tour, you have to have a funny. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Because you're, you're going to have some of those people that are SpongeBob SquarePants. Well, that, so you got to put a smile on their face. That zoomed by me real quick. Uh, and you were kept talking. I was like, wait, did she say together right. like everybody <laughs> i know that's, I, that's funny i love the room because i think sometimes the groom gets kind of left out sometimes at other venues they're like well here's a room here's the room go in there yeah. and like your groom's room or groom room is almost like at like when the weddings because i'm not a dancer i don't dance and i know i'm a dj it's a whole thing but like that kind of be where i kind of like sneak off to just like hang with boys and like chit chat you know during the wedding like that's a place I'd want to hang out, not even for like ten minutes, but for like an hour, hour and a half, two yeah. hours, just hanging out with my boys. Right, right. And, and it's not even it's not even some of the like it's most it's rare to find a groom's suite that is almost as impressive as the bridal suite, which we'll get to in a minute. But like it's it, I've been to a lot of venues. Like it's super rare to have to be in any venue that you know gives as much attention to the to the groom and. And his guys as they do the bride and you know her girls. So I think that's awesome. The pillow, the billiard table. Every time I go in there, there's always guys playing, you know, playing pool, yeah. sitting around. Like the the seating is super super comfortable, and it's just a big room. Like you know, for the average uh, set of groomsmen, that's what seven, eight on average. Right. You know, groomsmen. It's plenty of space. Plenty. I mean, even if you had ten or twelve, like it's honestly plenty of space. Yeah, and that's 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 kind of strange to me because um, I know that other places have give them a shoebox basically, and they're right. the ones wearing a suit. Right. So right. Um, you know, I know they get pretty warm, but just to be kind of socially correct, we do a lot of same sex weddings out there. Sure. So yeah. It gives them another room to right. get ready. Mm, yeah. Um. So well, you and just you know, basically have two different areas. I think too, like for like any guy, any guy tries to like. They try to flex and they're like, no, I'm not nervous. It's cool. I'm not nervous. It's, it's going to be easy. But, you know, the groom is, is nervous before he walks in the aisle. So I think that having, you know, the pool table in there and having all those amenities in there kind of almost takes his mind off of it for a minute of being nervous and he can just hang with his boys, uh, you know, and not, again, like you said, not be in a shoebox and just be like thinking, of, you know, about all the events that are taking place. Because, you know, when you walk down the aisle, you know, you're marrying someone you're going to marry forever. It's your best friend. It, but there's still those nerves there. So I think that takes uh, the edge off a little bit. There's fun. There's something fun to do uh, for the men that are coming to sit and hill. Absolutely. And they, a lot of them come out and they'll play Frisbee. Um, I've had some, some guys come out there and do like a full Frisbee golf course. Uh, they'll come out there and play cornhole, uh, whatever they want to bring and play. So they actually stay busy. Some come early and some some come, you know, later on and just ready to go. So. I mean, you said you have 90 acres, right? 
99. 99. So you could build like a football field. They could just play football. Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name all the big things Sitton could build on her 99 acres. Listen, I have a lot of people that have wanted to come out and do, um, you know, big festivals out there. And all I can think about is trash. Oh, uh, it's a good point. All right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that, that would not be a job I'd want to get into. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, so we talked about the guys suite, which is amazing. It's really, really cool. And as a photographer, I really appreciate the fact that the guys have somewhere really fun that they can go and they can spend some time together. Because usually for a lot of weddings, we always have to play this game. If they don't do a first look or whatever, we got to play this game of like, keep the groom away from the bride and keep the bride away from the groom. And it's cool that at Sitton Hill, there's a place for the guys to go that is that does kind of have them tucked away. So they don't have to worry about running into each other. Super cool. The bridal suite, though, like... It's probably one of the Mac Daddy bridal suites of, uh, honestly, most of the venues I've ever seen, ever been in. So do you want to talk just a little bit about the inspiration behind the bridal suite? Was that actually a part of the of the house at one time before you, uh, you know, made it into the bridal suite? What, how'd that work? Yeah, so the bridal suite actually is a separate part of the house. It is separated by Bordic Share between the main house um, and the guest cottage. So... It was originally built for, although the main house is about 6,500 square feet and has six bedrooms, they had a lot of people that would come and just stay for periods of time. Mm. So they uh, built a separate guest cottage uh, from the house, and it's 880 square feet. And um, when we renovated it, it was a furniture graveyard. So it was all the things that you know, we didn't keep from the house. We just kind of put in there. And mm. so it was rotted and the ceiling was caving in. So we completely revamped the guest cottage and uh, lifted up the ceilings, did a whitewash and created an environment uh, for all of the bridesmaids to get ready and hang out. And yeah, and it's, it's beautiful. I mean, right when you walk in, uh, uh, that's the space where the women usually will get start getting ready. They got mirrors, and that's usually where hair and makeup does, happens right there. But there's plenty of seating for their friends and for their bridesmaids right there. You turn to the left to go down that little hallway. You got bathroom, gigantic walk-in closet, beautiful mm -hmm. full-length mirror. You go to the other side. Like Again, you've got this entire other sitting room, uh, and it's honestly a photographer's playground. Like it's, it's a cool place to walk into the whitewash, the light just bounces everywhere. It makes it really bright and open and airy and just feels really good. I'm sure for the bridal party who's in there spending their morning, but it's also really appealing. I can speak from a photographer's perspective. It's, it's really cool. Um, so that's, it's, it's really amazing. Right. So my mother's background is she was an interior decorator for ah, many, many years. Okay. So, uh, you'll see a lot of the, um, custom drapery and the pillows. So it's a mixture between antiques and a little modern touches. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, seeing that the, the venue, you said the venue has been, or the, the land has been in your family for how long? Since 1878. That's that long. Insane. Really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Wow. Like, it's always been, like you were talking about how your mom's involved and your husband and you, like it's always been a kind of a family event. So it's, you know, it's been in your family for a hundred, 150 years. Like that's a long time. Uh, is there like, do you ever like go out like on like a Wednesday and just kind of like look out because you've got like all that land, like where the ceremony is, there's like that really nice, like, um, background of just like the skyline and the tree line. And I mean, look, you're here on Woodruff road. You, you told us when you walked in, like there's a wreck Woodruff roads, a disaster, like do you kind of feel like now, like especially Nathan and I have to deal with the traffic all every day in Greenville. Like, do you feel lucky, like being able to not only have a venue there, but just being that your family has this land that you can kind of cherish? Absolutely. Uh, I grew up in Greenville, so actually, I didn't grow up out out at the farm. Right. Uh, my my um, ancestors lived out there. And my grandmother was the child, and so she grew up there. My dad and my aunt grew up there, and my grandmother lived there. It wasn't until 97 that she deeded it over to my parents, and so um, they moved out there, and that was my father's dream, was to live on the land, retire out there, and luckily he was able to do that for 
a good 10 years before he passed. Mm. So uh, now my mother lives in the main house and uh, she just watches every event unfold every, right. every weekend. And she loves it because, you know, she just gets to watch happy, every, everybody enjoy the land. But mm. yes, right. to answer your question, I do enjoy it. Um, although that's where I work every day, all day. <laughs> but I went out there the other weekend, um, after my Saturday wedding that Sunday, I took my daughter and one of her friends out there and then one of my friends and we played bocce ball right out there on the field and, right. and had a great time. Let my dogs run around. So, uh, that brings me joy. Yeah. So I got, so I got to ask, let's go back to the barn itself. So a lot of times I'll be talking to people and they're kind of shopping around for photographers at the same time that they're shopping around for uh, venues. And, you know, they come and they sit on this very couch sitting on. And the, one of the first questions I have is, so where have you guys looked at venues? Do you have somewhere picked? Do you know where you want to go? And they will kind of talk to me a little about what they're wanting. You know, it might be something like, well, we, we really want an, a true indoor outdoor space. We want some place that we can really be outside and that we can allow guests to enjoy the outdoors and to experience the outdoors, but to also be able to go inside and have all the modern conveniences, and, you know, and, uh, and after kind of getting an idea of what they're looking for, uh, a lot of times one of the, based on their, what they're looking for, what I'll suggest is the Barnes Sitting Hill. Sometimes they haven't heard of it. Right. And a lot of times the immediate re response is, no, 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 we don't want a barn. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't know, do you? Boy, do we have something <laughs> for you. So, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm, I'm almost a little surprised you called it the barn at Sitton Hill. Not as that's a bad thing. But because it's obviously inspired by a barn. It, it kind of looks like a barn. But it's not. Like, it's it really has a very contemporary, almost industrial kind of feel to the interior, to the exterior. So I'm kind of curious, like, how did you, like, where did you draw? And of course, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm using the wrong terms, let me know. But like, where did you draw the inspiration for what you want this place to look like and feel like? Like when you think about the experience that you want all those families that are coming to your property and, and getting to have their wedding there, like where did you pull the inspiration for the design of this place? So, so to kind of cut back to what you were saying, and it's kind of funny because I do watch a lot of the comments when people are looking for venues. Yeah. And they say, I'm looking for a great venue, not a barn. Right. And so I just kind of laugh and I, I still tag myself yeah. and say, we would love to give you a tour. <laughs> right. But if you think about it, uh, Sutton Hill Farm has been there for so long and it used to be thousands of acres. Mm. It, it has dwindled down to 99 because my, my grandmother and ancestors had given land away and then also had sold some land. So mm -hmm. now remains 99. I wasn't, I, I thought about it so many times. I knew that Sutton Hill Farm had to be in the name because it had been a staple in mm. this, in that area for so long. Mm. The name of the road is, is Sitton Hill Road. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Cool. Um, you know, it's it's been there for a long time, right. so people know the name. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't going to call it the Manor. <laughs> All right. Okay. You know, it, but I knew that it was it's, Sitton Hill. Here Manor. you are. Here you are on a farm property. Mm. I knew that it had to be named a barn. Yeah. Uh, whether people wanted that or not, however. Um, early on, before we were even finished with the barn, I started doing tours. So, mm. um, I was doing tours before it was even finished and I would just tell people exactly what, what it was going to look like and give them a vision and they trusted me. And so that's kind of where I, I pulled into that. Mm. But, um, again, like I said, my husband's the one that actually designed the barn and we kind of as we were going through it, we didn't know we were necessarily going to do the garage doors. We thought it was right. going to be a pole barn. We didn't realize we were going to be fully air conditioned and heated. But again, we just kept on adding and adding to it, which we do. Was that because you were time. getting that feedback from the couples? You know, somebody. No, it was because I, I told my husband, I said, if we're going to um, make money, we need to be year round. Right. We need to do not just weddings, but also right. corporate events, other types of events. Yeah. Whereas in December, you can close those garage doors, yeah. put the heat right. on. And, and I rarely have to turn the heat on, oddly enough. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we, you know, we have hosted um, the Greenville Food Festival, Euphoria. This will be our third year in mm -hmm. a row. Uh, we also do, like I said, lots of corporate events. I'm getting ready to have the um, 
Powdersville prom out there, some graduation oh, cool. parties. That's cool. So we do hourly events as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, also loved style shoes out there. Those are, those are fun. Um, I don't have to work those events, which is fabulous. So, <laughs> but you just show up with the wine, <laughs> but you know, any, anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. I'm going to try my best to describe this place for those who are listening. Correct me if I'm wrong, just stop me and be like, uh, I wouldn't say it that way. The, a really amazing thing is you say garage doors and I think most people are going to think garage door, but these are beautiful doors that you can see through. They're roll up doors. Think industrial style roll up doors that you can actually totally see through. So even when the doors are closed, you have the feeling of having all that natural light just soaking in to the venue. Uh, and you know, even when you're inside, it feels like the doors could be open. But then like the really amazing thing is if you're able to, you roll up all those doors. So you've got this amazing indoor venue that's a true indoor outdoor space. Um, you've got right outside of the venue, you've got this really, really cool. And I don't know how to describe it. Um, it, it reminds me of, a, uh, I think it's Dubai. Like you see people jumping out of planes and the, 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 the formation that's on the ground in Dubai. So it's basically where you go out for the ceremony. You've got this really beautiful patio, stone patio, right? I love it. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And you've actually designed uh, the space where it's like grass patio, grass patio in these in this arc around where the people get married for the ceremony. It just a really beautiful design, really neat design. Because uh, again, it's really kind of neat how you're drawing in natural influences. Like even though you have this industrial kind of style barn that's there you're still drawing in some of like that farm and some of that nature inspiration by having those the 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 lanes of grass weaving in between the stones and in between the the, the patio i just think it's so cool so that's obviously like where it's, it gives like clear-cut places where people can have their chairs and kind of be seated for the ceremony and then where people are getting married at the ceremony it's usually and correct me if i'm wrong because I, I might be misremembering this but usually the sun is setting, you know, in the evening behind the couple, which is just absolutely stunning and beautiful. And you see just that view is forever. Yeah. yeah. Is is that the entire 99 acres that you see? I, I don't have a good judge of distance. No. Okay. So, so the acreage kind of goes all the way around. You're just looking okay. out on the back field. Gotcha. So on the back edge of the field where the where the trees are, we have like a creek that winds right. through. Right. But as for the pavers, yes, the pavers are are pretty amazing. It overlooks the sunset in the evening. Yeah. Uh, it also seats about 250. Mm. We also have uplights that come on on the patio, all around the patio. And then we also have uplights in the trees in the field all the way into the adjacent field. So cool. Next to it. So yeah. it is well lit up at night. But mm -hmm. yes, it looks like you could have a helicopter land on it. Yeah. I call it my alien landing pad. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you know, what what's also great to kind of go back to the doors. We do have the garage doors. So you can strategically open up a few mm. to let the air come through. Or you can open them all up mm -hmm. and... I, I tell you what, with the coronavirus that's been going around and all of that, it yeah. has been a savior for people that really want that fresh air. So you can yeah. just open those doors up, which has been amazing. Yeah. But we also have um, one of my new toys is we actually have um, these shades that with the press of a button come down and they go all the way around the garage doors. Oh, cool. What's great about the shades is they're worked on a remote and you can put down a few or you can put them all down. But they you can completely see out, but people can't see in. Mm. So if our brides want to do a big reveal, we mm. put them in the middle of the garage door, open it up, and lift the, sh lift the shade slowly so super they can cool. have a big reveal. Yeah, I didn't cool. even know that. Moment. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know you had that. Yeah. Well, where, where you invite me. I, I want to do, <laughs> I I do, a, come back out I do a styled <laughs> shoot and have... Shades slowly lift up and everybody see me. <laughs> and oh, reveal, we like a reveal Sean. Uh, just as a DJ too, uh, I love your garage doors because you guys will have them all open when we arrive. It makes it so easy to load in. We just roll right in. I mean, your your venue is probably probably the easiest for us to set up out of every venue in Greenville. I literally, I'll back the van right to the garage door, like not like in, but like close enough to the garage door put the ramp on the van and just roll road cases right in. And we're set up within 
God, 20, 30 minutes. Like, it's so easy, and I love it. We do that so we can push you out at night. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> She's like, okay, now go get out of here. Uh, you know what's funny is that when we were doing a wedding, and uh, I think Doug was doing it, so, I, like, he was DJing, I think you and I walked out, and we were just kind of, like, looking out at that little skyline. Do you remember this, the ceremony? I looked at you, and I was just kind of, like, being funny. I was like, God, you could totally put another venue out there. Sit, oh yeah. Sit and turns me and goes, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, or I said, with what money? <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? Like having multiple venues or is this it? Like, is this. Sitting? You guys should I see her know. face right now. <laughs> is this for a video podcast? You know. She looked it, at Sean like, are you nuts? It is interesting. So the only other thing I have thought of was to do. You know, a little a, a separate place for for them to stay. Now, originally, I did have a bed in the guest cottage because I thought it would, it would be great. You know, they don't have to go stay at a hotel; they can stay up at the guest cottage. Right. So, where the hair and makeup is room is now is where we had a bed. But I do so many Sunday weddings that it's really not fair for the brides to have to wait for the next person, and you got to oh, have yeah. like at least a good three hour leeway to kind of clean in between. So. Um, I, I stopped after the first year I took that bet out because I was losing money. Right. You know, I might as well do that Sunday wedding and allow that bride to get in there at 9am. So, right. um, and plus I, you know, I, I, I never had aspirations of being an Airbnb. So right. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. So for all the couples who's listening to this right now and they're like, well, the barn of Hill sounds pretty awesome. Maybe I want to go take a, take a tour. Maybe I should reach out. Can you kind of tell me, like, describe the couple for me that ends up loving uh, the Barna Seton Hill? Can you, can, like, like who, who what, are, what are they looking for? What do they love? What, what, are they, what are they wanting? Well, I think it just depends on what your vision is for your day. And that's exactly what I say to brides when they give a tour, when I give them a tour. Um, because if you're looking for, you know, something with a beautiful view, something natural, I mean, you're obviously surrounded by glass garage doors, so you're surrounded by nature everywhere. This is not going to be your downtown venue. Right, um, right. Somebody's, it's free parking. You don't have to pay to park. All your guests yeah. are on time. Or get Every, a ticket. Or get a ticket like I did earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And every, you know, and that's, that's one thing that planners love is that everyone's in the same place. So yeah. you're not having to go from hotel room to hotel room, trying to find groomsmen that are off doing something else. Everybody's in one place and everything goes on time normally. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I love, especially bringing in the fact that if you're a couple that loves the outdoors, this, this is probably a place yeah. you need to look at, you know, cause, cause you get to, you get to experience and have your wedding essentially in the outdoors. A hundred percent. I love, I love your venue from the first time we walked in. Um, I can't remember. We did a wedding there. Our first wedding was like, what, two years ago, two and a half years ago. We were in the corner. Right? The little, I don't recall. They all run together at this point. What are you talking about? You're supposed to remember me sitting. <laughs> You're supposed to remember me and everything we do together. No, but I, I remember just walking in feeling a, a feeling welcomed. Like there, you know, you, you literally, you and your husband walked in and hugged us and said, oh, we're so glad you're here. There was just such hospitality uh, as well, <clears throat> you know, when we walked into your venue uh, as vendors. So like, I can't imagine how amazing you treat your, your couples as well. We're very relaxed out there. Yeah. It's, you know, that's the great thing about the barn itself. You don't need a lot of pomp and circumstance. You're surrounded by nature and um, greenery. It's just, it's beautiful. And then you may have a, a turkey sighting, <laughs> some deer. That's pretty cool. Some coyotes at night, perhaps. That's pretty scary. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They don't, they don't <laughs> come up to the building. You just may hear them. Do you have a favorite wedding moment from your venue? Is there something that sticks out in your head where you're like, that was an awesome moment? Uh, my favorite part, it's not just a favorite wedding and it's not just a favorite moment, is right after they get married and they come directly into the barn and we have all the vendors in there and we just clap and hooray for them and tell them congratulations. That's my favorite part because although they're long, grueling days, 
because, um, you know, I'm ready setting up at 8.30 in the morning, and sometimes I'm there until 1, 1 a.m., you oh. know. They're long, grueling days, but um, it's worth it in the end for them to be happy because in the end, it's really about your clients for them to be happy. So in all of your experiences with all of your weddings, um, what tends to be maybe a couple of tips that you would give couples who are planning their wedding? Because I, I know that you're not technically the wedding planner for the barn. Is that right? Absolutely not. Right, right. <laughs> okay, I just want to double you're check. You're still there, though, Right, Dave. right. I'm but there. You, but you're still there. You get to see a lot of a lot of weddings. So I'm just kind of curious. Is there is there like any commonalities that you see in weddings that tend to go very, very well and the couple just walks out just being super ecstatic of their time? Um, is there any commonalities there? Is there anything that you feel like is in place for their wedding that allows for that really, really positive experience at the end of the night? Absolutely. So I always recommend that, uh, my brides get a wedding planner and I cannot Mm -hmm. stress that enough. Yep. I agree. All too often I see brides come in and they want to DIY everything. They want their friend to do it. Um, or someone else to do it and they just don't have the expertise. Yeah. So I highly recommend a planner and I love an organized planner Mm -hmm. because when you have an organized planner, it becomes a well-oiled machine. Um, I actually maintain a list of vendors for my brides. Mm -hmm. It is a long list. It's not just three people. It's not just two people. That's just not the way I run my business. Mm-hmm. My mantra is, and it always will be, that I want small businesses to survive, and I want anybody to be able to do business out there. Yeah. I want it to look different every time. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to have the same flowers. I don't want it to have the same type music. of music. Yeah. I, you know, Photography all the can be different. All yeah. the things. Yeah. But I want them to be able to make their own decision. The only thing that's required is that they they need to have someone that's insured. Mm. Um, we can't have, you know, Uncle Mike slinging moonshine behind the bar. Right. So, <laughs> so me, that's not allowed. Let me text allowed. Uncle Mike real quick <laughs> and let him know. You're going to have to call him off. So that's not allowed. But that's, again, that's just always that I'm, the way that I'm going to run my business because I, I, I don't foresee with all of the hats that I wear having anything in-house. Yeah, but I, sure. I want everybody to have the opportunity to do business out there. I just think, I think it's fair in the wedding industry. And I, I prefer community over competition. I really do. That's yeah. just the way I feel. And I think, I think, uh, I think a rising, I've always said a rising tide lifts all ships. You know, it's, it's one of those things where we all support each other. It makes a big difference. Yeah. I think the, the, the two things I tell people all the time that a lot of brides will try to go without, but they really shouldn't is a planner and a DJ. Like those, those tend to be the two things. If I see two things that most try to go without us, those two. Um, but man, there's probably nothing that's more impactful to the experience that you're going to have on your wedding day than a wedding planner and having somebody who's going to, for the lack of a better phrase, keep the trains running on time. And it's not just all about timeline, but you know, having a central point of contact for when something comes up and shit hits the fan, which it probably will that somebody will be there to take care of it. Cause I, I will say, and I think I've mentioned this, I don't know if I mentioned this on your podcast before, but it's all, it, sometimes I get into a very tough spot as a photographer because something will happen. And then I've got to make the decision. Well, I want the couple's experience to be just incredible, right? Do I go over here and try to solve that problem? Or do I keep doing my job and, and provide them with the best possible photography I can, you know, once it's like you said, once you have too many hats, it's going to affect the quality of something. Right. And so for instance, like if I'm having to, if, if there's no wedding planner there and it's time for family formals and I'm having to like corral everybody and I've got to go find that person over there or my assistant's got to go find that person. It, it's taking away from the experience that I'm able to provide as the photographer to the couple, just because the person yeah, who's supposed to be doing that job isn't there. You know what I mean? Um, and so it, it, a lot of times as a photographer, it'll put me kind of in a tough spot where I'm sure as a DJ, you're kind of in the same spot where, you know, my, your job as a DJ is to provide the absolute best experience as an MC, as a host and as the entertainment provider for that night. But if you're having to take care of another vendors, uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say vendor, another wedding professionals job because they're not there then it's gonna it's gonna hurt your ability to provide the same level of experience that you could if you weren't you know well and you know on your own. 
like so we were at your venue saturday doug and nate c were and um doug calls me monday you know just kind of give me the recap of everything went and he literally he picks up the phone i was like yo man how it went doug's like flawless he's like man everything ran so smooth he's because heather from timeless events and her team were there and he's like he's like that was the smoothest wedding i think we've ever had in a very long time He's like, that was freaking awesome. Let's have like, let's have more of those. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I'll echo what you said. Uh, you know, the DJ can do certain things like line up the wedding party. Like, well, you know, we'll make sure, you know, everybody's in line can, uh, lined up to how we're going to announce them into the wedding party. But what I think couples might not understand is that we also have other things in the background that we're doing that, you know, I can't stop and be like, turn into a wedding planner and be like, okay, well now you need to go to the photographer and do that because my guys are also doing other stuff. You know, same thing with you. Like, you know, you're doing other stuff behind the scenes, you know, that they may not really realize that we're doing. Um, so again, echoing what you said, hiring a wedding planner is by far the best money you'll ever spend. Yeah. So to kind of piggyback on that, yes, the bride was actually crying at the end of the wedding. She was so happy. Oh, that's oh, great. Really? She was so happy that the mother ended up tipping me money, and I've never been given a tip. Huh, really? She then went on to give me a glowing Google review. She emailed us Monday. And, I, I was yeah. amazed. I was, I was so happy because I don't have a lot of brides that, you know, take the time to do all of that, although they will tell me at the end of the night they had a fabulous time. Yeah, right. And I think that's another thing that, as you were saying, what differentiates me from from other venues is I'm very hands-on. Yeah. I'm not a menacing hands-on type of person, but I'm there all day, every day, and I usually have either one or two assistants. Yeah. So I help with the wedding planners. Like I'm yeah. I'm paying my my assistants to help the wedding planners uh, to help you to yeah. to do anything that, you know, to help expedite food back and forth, clean Clean plates, dishes, yeah. all the things because extra we, all wanna, we all want to. We all want to work together. Yeah. Well, I, th I think like you know, there's a couple of times where at weddings where you know we'll work at your venue and we'll have a wedding planner there, and maybe I can't find Heather or whatever, and I just say, hey, can you let her know? Blah blah blah. You know, and you'll come back to me like, yeah, she said X Y Z. You know, and so you're you're literally kind of the middleman sometimes when I can't find Heather, she's off doing other things with like the photographer and the couple. Uh, and I do love that you're in the venue um, and you're helping out. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say that's the thing that I admired the most about you was that it's not often that I'll be in a venue and the owner is there a lot of the night, but I, you were there throughout the entire day. And I think, yeah, you were there at the end of the night too. And of again, that's, yeah. And that's because I'm stacking chairs <laughs> right. and tables at the end right, of the night. Right. I mean, you know, that's, that's not, that's not often. And, and again, I think the wedding day is such a time sensitive event. Like everything's got to happen. So you helping to relay communications between different wedding professionals, it matters because things need to happen you know, pretty quickly. Like mm -hmm. you don't have all day just to like stop what you're doing right. to go find a person. Right. Um, and the fact that you have people there helping you just to make sure that if anything goes wrong with the, with the venue itself, that it'll be taken care of in a timely manner. Like that's a big deal. And you don't have to like call somebody or go figure it out or go find somebody or start s sending text messages. Like that's, yeah. that's a really cool thing. I just, I just wanted to say that's, that's oh, really I amazing. I create the right temperature. I also know when to do the mood lighting and turn the can lighting <laughs> off. I know it all. So, um, you know, trying to teach people that is, is pretty hard. But, sure. Um, well, and there are venues that we go into where, especially as the DJ, like when the party starts, like the, the lighting has to be dim. It's, you know, or, or it's time to party. And there are certain venues we walk in, we're like, so, so where, like, where are the lights? Like, what, what do we do? Like, you know, we, we don't know because we, A, I don't really like, I don't really like touching other people's equipment. It's, it's theirs, you know, as far as like dimming lights and stuff. And so honestly, I've never had to come up to me like, Hey, can you dim the lights? Like just when the party starts, it's, it's already happened. It's already done. You've already taken care of it. You know, you know, where I think, you know, when we, especially like you, me and Heather and like Woodside and uh, Bistro and, and Nathan, when we're all working together, it's almost like we're all in sync. We all know what each other's thinking. We know when to do what at certain times. 
Well, that's what you get for working with professionals. It's true. And yeah. not Uncle Mike behind the bar. <laughs> Who's Uncle Mike? What's this Uncle Mike guy? <laughs> <laughs> some guy out there, some guy out there named Mike. That, some guy out there named Mike. That's Billy Bob uncle. behind the bar, slinging moonshine. <laughs> we'll give him another name. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, it, it it it's a big deal, and you know the the bride that you guys are talking about from from last weekend. I mean, that's that is the end result of a fantastic team of wedding professionals who all did their job well and all worked together well and created that created that atmosphere, you know, and created that environment and that experience for that couple, and that's an incredible thing. And like the fact, like you're saying, you'll move, you'll you know when to turn down the lights, and it just shows that the owner of the place. Cares, cares about the experience that the that the that the bride and groom is going to give you know and, and again there's a lot of wedding professionals who um for lack of a better word like they do it as a job you know what i mean there's probably no better way to say this they they do it as a job they do it as a way to make money and really all they care about at the end of the night is making that money um and there is a level of rem they're, they're removed a level from caring about the experience that the couple has um, but personally, I love teaming up and I love being with people who, who really do care. Well, I um, also love that whenever I need to contact Sitton Hill, like I know who I'm talking to. Like I know, <laughs> yeah. Like I know. Like and I also respond in a timely manner, which do, is within at least an hour. You do. Like you. you yeah. And so <laughs> I, I, I do like that. Um, again, like I like the fact that it's. Again, very hospitality. It's hospitality. Hospitable. 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 Yeah. There you go. I went to Travel Dress High School. <laughs> it's very hospitable. <laughs> you were uh, the unofficial mayor of TR. <laughs> I really am. Did you know that? Actually, well, yesterday. You told me that yesterday. Yeah, yes yesterday they made me the unofficial DJ of Travel Dress because it was my birthday yesterday. <laughs> was your birthday yesterday? It was yesterday, yeah. It, it, yes, that's correct. <laughs> You can Happy say belated it. birthday. <laughs> I didn't really make it public because like, I don't know. I just uh, like. It, so I would have brought you a gift. So, <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> so Nathan took me to uh, to get some uh, a gelato up the street. He, he got me a, a, a little gelato. And then Justin Reed uh, took me out for, for lunch for my birthday. So yeah. So lovely. And that's all I did. And then I went home and played Call of Duty. So that was that, that was my birthday. Mm. <laughs> Do you look at her face? Removing premiere party entertainment from the <laughs> vendor list. Bro, you're in your mid-30s, not your mid-70s. <laughs> I'm worried about your social life. I mean, you know, I just, you know. Oh, oh my goodness. So so that that's really cool. The, the advice about making sure that you have a planner, that's uh, it really is great. Uh, like that's, I couldn't agree with you more. That's critical. Anything else? Any other commonalities? Any other strands or correlations that you see between all the really fantastic weddings that, that get pulled off? So to kind of go back to what I was saying about the vendor list that I keep. So I add to that vendor list, obviously, as professionals come out and they do a great job and they're tried and true and they're respectful of the space and they seem to be great vendors. So I sure. add to that list. There are some that are on my no-no list, but you're going to have that anywhere, really. Um, if they're not, res you know, respectful and they're terrible to work with and they don't do a great job, then that is why I in my contract state that my brides, if they do not, if they go off of that list, I require that they give me a heads up for they sign a contract with somebody mm. uh, because I do have a no, no list. Yeah. And if they're on my no, no list, they are no longer allowed back out there. Yeah. And I've given second, third chances. Uh, however, mm. if it just doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And it's just not a good experience for me to work with them. Sure. Yeah. So, um, but that, again, that goes back to just the, how much passion you have for your business like some vendors could just be like ah whatever fine let them in you know you you have this this passion for your venue not only to make sure your venue is represented in the correct way but that your couple is also having a great time and and again like having multiple vendors uh you know i, I think it's great i you know, look nathan from angle life photography has a whole different style of photography than you know xyz photography i mean our style of djing for premier party entertainment it might be different than Uptown Entertainment or yeah. Jumpin' Jukebox. Like there, you there's know, no there's, right there's different yeah. styles, and it's not that any of them is wrong. I think the couple has to pick, you know, a who they feel comfortable with, you know, because again, we're going to be working together, you know, for over the next nine months to a year on music and photography and you know styling your venue. So I think having you know. 
being hands on with who's going to be in your venue is amazing. Absolutely. When we go through the list, I ask them several questions. What type of food are you looking for? What type of service? I always recommend that they get full service so that plates are cleared off and, you know, everything is very professional and right. you're not left with plates of food on the table. Because the, the last thing that you want to do at the end of the night is have your family and friends yeah. pick up all your belongings and your decor and yeah. all the things. Yeah. And I tell them all the time. If you can have a wedding where at the end of the night, everything is picked up and gone away and all you have to do is get in that car and drive off and the same thing with your family and friends, it's been a successful night. Right. Well, and I think the DIY wedding sounds, you know, okay in the beginning, but because again, you look at it and you go, oh, I'm going to save X amount of money. But I'm, I'm the type of guy that like, I want to pay for convenience i want to pay for, again i i like when when and if i ever do get married like i i i don't want to be cleaning up my own plates and my own flowers and you know and play, press and play on spotify or whatever like you know that's it, that's why you hire these professionals to do this these jobs for you because it, again you don't want your aunt or um uncle mike you know um having to kind of not only do a job but also you're then taking them away from the experience of your wedding. So like uncle Mike is now uncle Mike, the DJ who, you know, brought a, a speaker and, you know, a Spotify playlist, but you know, and, and he may do a good job and play all the right songs, but you're taking him away from experiencing your actual wedding. So I absolutely. Think, yeah, yeah. Well, and this, so this actually happened my wedding 10 years ago, my wife and I got married and my mom in her younger years owned and operated her own flower shop. So she was a florist and she, loved flowers and she was fantastic at putting together arrangements all that all that stuff I don't do at all very well she grew up doing and so you know we were like oh fantastic well you could take care of the flowers that's that's great um, so that was something that we kind of offloaded to mom and then her sisters and looking back on it now and even on the wedding day I felt kind of bad about it because I could feel how stressed my mom was trying to get all that stuff taken care of um, and, you know, looking back on it now, I'm in a different place in my life, of course, so that plays into it a little bit. But looking back on it now, I really wish that that hadn't been the case. I really wish that my mom was able to be with us and to be able to relax and enjoy. Um, because, I mean, she had poured into me for, at that point, 25 years when I got, you know, when I got married. And I kind of hated the fact that looking back on it, that she had to work, you know, on my wedding day and she didn't get to get to enjoy uh, just being with us and just experiencing the joy that we felt because she was so busy taking care of things. Right. So, yeah, I, I think it's a big deal um, to have, you know, have everything taken care of. Don't don't rely on other people for sure. By the way, hired a band, not Premier Party Entertainment <laughs> for his wedding. I love a band. <laughs> I love a good band, too, yeah, we, but come we, on. We had we had we had live music. Yeah, we, had just, we didn't know. We didn't know each other then. Of so course I'll, not. I'll give I him love a pass. Of course not. Um, well, cool. So that, that's a, that's another just awesome, really dope piece of advice. And going back to the whole, to the whole wedding professional thing, it is important to the, the person who owns, operates, manages, whoever you're talking to with the venue that you're at, it's important to ask them, like, do you have recommendations or there people that you've worked with? that just seems really stellar. Can you point me in the right direction? Just about every wedding professional or wedding owner, venue manager, whatever, who has been around for just a, even a year. I mean, they're going to have positive experiences with people. They're going to have ne negative experiences with other professionals. And you, there's probably a reason if they, if they say you probably want to steer clear, there's, there's probably a really solid reason. And, and you really, you know, you should take that advice and, and, and vet that professional thoroughly. Yeah. I mean, wedding sure. pros aren't out to just be like, this person's the devil. Like, right. I mean, <laughs> look, there's, uh, we get emails every single week where someone emails back and go, Hey, we decided to go in a different direction for music mm -hmm. and I'll write them back and be like, who, who did you go with? And if they pick, you know, a list that I know in my head that are professionals, Hey, they're amazing. You're going to have a great time at your wedding. You know, I, at the end of the day, Hey, we can't do every wedding, you know, in right. Greenville, Spartanburg and Anderson and easily. And I, we just can't. There's so a lot. <laughs> as long as they're picking, you know, look at the end of the day, if they're picking our competitor, but they're picking, someone that I know that they, that is also trustworthy, like kudos. Hey, have a blast. You're going to have fun. Yeah, that's that's how I look at it. Right. And if you're busy, you'll refer. Yeah. 
to another seasoned professional, mm-hmm. yeah, just same. like I refer other venues all yeah. the time. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, we've got a thing in our CRM where literally if we're booked, I just have a list of DJs, companies that I'll say, hey, you know, go check these guys out or go check these guys out. So it's, you know, like you were saying, it's not like we're out here going, don't go to them because they're bad just because we want the money. We just want you to have a damn good time because mm-hmm. we're this passionate about the industry. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of curious as we're kind of closing up and gearing down, yeah. um, what tends to be the thing that couples love about the barn of sitting hill the most? What tends to be the thing that you hear people kind of talk about and often and in the reviews that you get and all those kind of things, like what, what tends to be the thing about the venue that couples really, really love? I think people love it out there because again, you're surrounded by nature. Mm-hmm. It is a very relaxing environment. It's not high stress. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to get to. We're directly 15 minutes from downtown Greenville. It's very easy to find, again, free parking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And you have everyone in in one place. So, for instance, if you have a lot of -of out-of-towners, always recommend that they stay downtown Greenville, shuttle there, get an Uber there. Uh, But, again, it's 15 minutes away. An Uber from Greenville to your barn is nothing. Yeah. And I also give them the opportunity to have their rehearsal dinner out there so they can mm. not just enjoy it for one day, but they can have it for two days. That's cool. And enjoy the space. I just think it's it's so beautiful out there that it really speaks for itself. So I always recommend that brides actually give a full tour of a venue before choosing. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember mm. uh, we did a... We did the the uh, the venue crawl a couple weeks ago at at Sitton Hill, and I remember leaving in the van our office here in Woodruff Road and going up to the red light and like I went through and somebody like cut me off and I, I listen I'm from I was born in New Jersey so I got a little still got a little bit of Jersey in me I'm cussing and blowing the horn and yelling at people trying to get out of my way and I get to Sitton and like I get out of the car and you just hear just like you know just nature it's serene and i was like it is, it's serene. and part of me was like why don't i just live out here what <laughs> no, am i right. doing it's like, very relaxing right, out there right like, what yeah. am i doing we're what? also very low-key so i you know i'm just i'm not we're not high maintenance out there right i'm not high maintenance you're not sure. woodruff road out there either no. that's what i love <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh to conclude where can couples find you instagram facebook your website that sort of thing you can find me at the barn at SittenHillFarm.com. Okay. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up the barn at Sitton Hill Farm. Okay. And listen, you need a TikTok. Uh, that's, your, that's your next thing, okay? I don't know about that. We'll see. Next thing. You never know what the future holds. Next time you come in for the podcast again, we're going to talk about your TikTok. I right? do have some killer dance moves. I actually was the... the uh, I have a video of you dancing. Yes, you do. Really? Ooh, I'm gonna need you to delete that. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to upload that to your TikTok page. I think I, I think I did uh, the Roger Rabbit, you the MC Hammer, the mm-hmm. Kid and Play Kid stuff. Yeah, you, you did them all did like all. in a row. I was giving you a throwback. So you definitely, you definitely have TikTok moves. All right, well, uh, sitting from the barn at Sitton Hill Farm in Easley, South Carolina. Oh, we appreciate you hanging out today. Thank you so much for having me.